plan, protect, and preserve so you can have peace of mind. That's the motto of Steve Davis and Sean Toll of Davis Wealth Management, the hosts of your healthy retirement. Joining Sean and Steve on today's show are Matt Cross and Jeannie Lester. The uh, song that we just had made life sound pretty sexy, pretty smooth. A lot of people don't feel that way about life insurance. And I think that's what we're going to talk about today. Ways to actually make that be a popular thing, a little bit of a good idea. Or something that people don't uh, automatically dismiss. Right. I mean, because it's it's a hard thing to talk about because it's not really life insurance, is it? It's it's death insurance, right? Sure. And sure. we think about our own mortality, um, and then we think about the loved ones we leave behind. It's it's not comfortable, right? right? But it's it's so important to, to have that conversation. Um, you know, it can provide a, a an incredible uh, safety net uh, for your for your spouse, for your for your children, maybe for a, a charity. Um, but it's you know really when we start thinking about life insurance, it should be when we're maybe in our thirties starting to have kids, right? Um, if one person tragically passes away, if there's a two-income family, roughly half that income disappears, and now you've got a single parent worried about taking care of the children, right? right. So for for really for pennies on the dollar, you can buy life insurance um, that will provide that safety net and help help your remaining spouse uh, raise the children and pay the debts and, and, you know, get on with life as smoothly as possible. Now, when folks, I think that's maybe an easier time, of course, to think about it, too. When your kids are small and you've got, you know, household expenses, all of those things, you're thinking if somebody gets taken out of that equation, that is definitely an important thing to have. When those things ease up a little bit, the kids are flown the coop (laughs) and and you've got maybe you're closer to either paying off your mortgage or it's done. Um, is it still beneficial to have life insurance in place? It, it can be. You know, if you are, um, if you've done a great job saving, maybe you started when you had the paper route and you've been investing <laughs> for, for retirement um, or even later on, you know, maybe once you, you started your career, um, if, you've, if you've been able to accumulate enough money, you might not need the insurance, right? Um, but for the vast majority of us, um, even when the kids are gone, if one income disappears, um, that's going to that's gonna hurt the uh, the equation and not only will the income disappear while you're working a social security check will disappear in retirement that, sure. that people forget out you forget about you still only have one um, so it can be very important and you can use life insurance for a lot of different things let's say you know you can use it for that death benefit right so if somebody passes away there's a, a tax free benefit that's paid to the beneficiaries you can also use it as a as a savings tool if you will you can use it to accumulate cash uh, value that you can then use later on in life let's say you both live into your 80s um, and you need to supplement your income you can now take cash out of that uh, that life insurance policy to supplement your income sure yeah and then when you take that cash out does that just get deducted from the death benefit that would it does your death benefit decreases when you take that cash out but (laughs) um you know you you can use it uh you know like i said for your living expenses and if you're in your 80s 90s whatever it may be you might not need that death benefit anymore right it does diminish uh over time so not only can you use it when you're older for your uh you know, your income supplement, you can use it when you're younger. If you started when you were young enough, you could use some of that cash value. You borrow it to use a down payment for your home. Uh, you could use it to help pay for uh, a child's education. So there's no limits to how you can use that money. And when you borrow it, you're borrowing it from that life insurance policy. You don't have to pay it back. Um, but when you borrow it, it's it's ta- basically tax-free income. Sure. Yeah. And is that maybe, as you said, a, a tax-free way to pass on a legacy as well? I mean, I think back over my own life, there were so many 
ups and downs, as I think most of us have, and, and years where, my goodness, we really did have to struggle. Right. And I think about, oh, it would be so nice if, I mean, I know I am going to die. <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah. to be able to pass on something that would allow my kids a little bit of a buffer. So maybe they don't have that same kind of a struggle. So a way to kind of pass on a legacy or, or pass you, on some wealth. You, you absolutely can do that. And think of it as just like that, a wealth transfer. It's a very, very efficient way to transfer uh, if you have accumulated wealth uh, to your children or grandchildren, uh, whatever the case may be. Because remember, you're buying something that's, that's highly levered, right? So don't quote me on this math, but let's mm -hmm. say you bought a million-dollar life insurance policy for $100,000. You know, you've just increase that that amount by tenfold yeah. right and so then you can pass it on and then it goes on tax-free uh, to your kids so it's a very efficient way to transfer uh, wealth uh, to your to your children so let's talk about the different types of insurance by yes, the way exactly. right so when we're younger and uh, maybe we're in our 20s we start having kids Sometimes we're not making a whole lot of money, and we need a, a cheap way to provide that safety net for our family and our spouse. So oftentimes we'll get term insurance. Term insurance is like car insurance or your homeowner's insurance in that you you pay uh, for that coverage, um, and it goes on until uh, it ends. There's a term, 10, 15, 20, 30 years. If it's a 30-year term policy, you pay that amount for 30 years for that death benefit. But if you survive those 30 years, the policy simply ends and uh, and it's over. So mm -hmm. you weren't able to accumulate uh, any wealth. It's a cheap way to do it, um, mm -hmm. but there's no long-term uh, benefit. What you can do at the end of most of these, you can convert it to a, uh, um, a permanent insurance policy, uh, okay. which I'll talk about next. A permanent policy, when you buy that, it's a little bit more expensive, but you're guaranteed to have that insurance for your entire life so long as you pay the premium. Okay, so some of the benefits of that is uh, the premiums can be flexible. As life changes, if you were once paying $5,000 a year in premiums and then you can't afford that anymore, you can reduce those premiums. Um, or you can say, I want to put some more money in um, for savings and investing. You can increase your premiums. Um, that cash value, as I mentioned, grows tax-free. You can borrow that. Um, from your policy to buy a home, to go to send a kid to college, to go on a vacation if you wanted, right? So there's a ton of flexibility there. And again, it's tax-free, uh, which is great. And the other thing is your life insurance policy is protected from creditors. Wow. Right. Well, that is so, a big deal, I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. Now, so we're talking about the different kinds of life insurance, term and whole life or permanent insurance. Um, one of the arguments that people had come out with at one point was, you know what, don't go, because permanent insurance is more expensive than right. term, saying, don't go permanent insurance, you buy term and you invest the rest. Well, uh, that's, that's a great concept. Yeah. It's just people, I think many times will buy the term and don't do the second part of that investing the rest <laughs> they don't do the second part um or they invest the rest in a in a poor manner and they lose money sure <laughs> right over the long term we should do well we should make money um and you know that's that's a way to look at it but you need to be disciplined um and you have to be able to you know in, in invest the rest of that money um it's going to be taxable you got to remember that. Uh, there's no guarantee. Sure. Right? So, you know, it, it can be done, but like I said, you've got to be disciplined. You've got to make sure you've got the right investments. Um, but always remember, you are subject to loss sure. uh, in that. There are insurance policies. They're variable, universal life policies. They do. Your cash value can increase or decrease. So it is uh, uh, has a little bit more risk. Um, I would say if your choice is um, the variable universal life policy or term and invest the rest, 
I would probably do term and invest the rest okay. uh, in, in that case. But there's other ways you can, uh, policies you can use. You could use a uh, an indexed universal life policy, which has upside potential but zero downside potential. So that's not bad. Okay, yeah. Right? We um, like zero downside. I do like, I'm a big fan <laughs> of the zero really downside. Good. In everything. Right, right. <laughs> so the other challenging thing with life insurance, I feel like, is the lack of urgency i mean like you said we all know that that's really i mean life insurance it's insuring your life against your death um it's nobody wakes up in the morning and says oh you know what today's the day i'm gonna buy life insurance how who should be buying life insurance and when you do how do you know how much how you know what type what's the impetus how do you get going with that Oh God, that's a good question. <laughs> it's when you know when people want life insurance is when they need it. They right. Get back from the doctor, and the doctor sure. says, "Oh, you're sick. You know, I, you know, you, you don't have right. long to live. <laughs> oh, I need life insurance. Well, you're not getting wrong it now. time to get it. it yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. like when people go out and buy the you know the generators after the hurricane comes through. <laughs> yes. uh, <laughs> cheaper then. <laughs> a little banged up, but <laughs> so um, you, you should really start thinking about really when people start thinking about. Let's just be realistic here: is when they have kids, yeah. because your mind changes instantly. Yes. Like, oh my gosh, this this helpless little infant is now entirely dependent upon me. <laughs> uh, it changes the minute you're trying to drive home from the hospital right like <laughs> really why does. is there anyone on the road yeah. don't they know what's in my I car i know yeah. i know that that's so that's really when we start thinking about it right yep. and um in speaking with with my clients i go over the benefits of both right the the, the pros and the cons um the, the term insurance is cheaper it's mm-hmm. it's quite affordable mm-hmm. um if you do that um and we talk about the you know the, the pros and the cons of that and how uh it's cheaper but there's no long-term benefit for you um if you <laughs> if you outlive your policy mm-hmm. um you know so uh Right, because a term is exactly that. It's for a term of time, it's right? For the term, twenty-year term, thirty-year term. Right, whatever. right, right, right. What was the second part of your question? Um, then, how do you know? Oh, how, how do you know much? how much? Yeah. Right. So, that's that's subjective as well. Um, it's I typically look at it as as being a function of their income, mm-hmm. right? So, if somebody makes a hundred thousand dollars a year, um, I, I typically put a multiple of ten on that. So maybe like a million dollar coverage. Um, you know, and, and, and that that's kind of a, a good measure. You can also adjust the death benefits over time. Uh, they can increase uh, or decrease. So maybe when you start a policy and the kids are, are young or you don't have children yet, you have a low death benefit because you don't have that much. There's no need for it. But then as your life changes, as you make more money, as your family grows, as you buy a bigger house, you can have your death benefit increase to kind of keep pace with uh, with your life. And then, of course, once all, you know, all that's behind you, as you said, and you're an empty nester, then you can start taking money out. And, and decreasing uh, the ultimate death benefit. So tremendous flexibility uh, in the permanent life insurance space. You've been listening to the Your Healthy Retirement Podcast with Steve Davis and Sean Toll of Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. Call 888-333-3818 or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you listen to shows. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. 
BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents.